Well, this is the Things Thought on Circle Drive. Coming to you pretty close to live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain in the heart of Florida. I'm up here on Circle Drive. And from this perspective, I can see just about anything from up here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Bentley Craig. And I guess tonight, let's talk about no. N-O. No. Now, that's something many years ago. I was telling people they needed to get into their life, and uh, and even today, I, I try to tell people you need some no in your life, and uh, if anything, just because out of spite, just say no. If you have no other reason to say it, just uh, it it shocks people. It literally shocks people when they hear the word no. When they ask you something and they've already assumed you're going to be positive about it. And they've almost moved on to their next thing. And when they hear no, they're like, huh? Yeah. But we need to get some no in about standing up for things you know in this very tolerant world that we have today you know can you can you say no and be tolerant hmm now that that's a pretty good question once you think about it can you can you say no and be tolerant uh probably not but you know how tolerant do you need to be do you really need to accept everybody and everything that goes on do you do you have to or it does uh being tolerant mean you accept it or does tolerant to you mean you just kind of look the other way kind of thing can you be tolerant and be a, a Christian you know a good Christian or bad Christian I kind of, I think uh, you can, you know, if you love your enemy and turn your cheek. I guess you should be able to be tolerant. Uh, I guess it, it doesn't mean you have to accept invitations to things. I guess, you know, can you be tolerant and still have free will? I wonder about that. You know, there's a lot of stuff. And I I don't want to, you know, there's plenty of podcasts and shows that, you know, try to be offensive. 
and and call out different things and you know that that's easy to do I'd like to just call out whatever but if I can get a message across without having to pull out the things that were being asked to be more tolerant of and is it possible <laughs> like I just got lost ooh a ding I bet that's messenger and I bet that's that's that uh a Johnny McMahon guy. Yeah. Of course it could be. My car needs its uh, warranty updated. Well, who knows. But. Can you be Christian and be tolerant? Can you be Christian and say no? Uh, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to have any answers tonight. These are just things I'm thinking about. And uh, and because I like to think, there's a lot of things over my lifespan that my thinking on it has changed. You know, I've, I've grown up, I guess, or matured or just I don't know, up for change what what is that you know you go from you're thinking when you're 17 and you're thinking when you're 40 or you're thinking when you're 80 you know the things I'm going to sit around and think about today um, you know some of it I wouldn't have been able to comprehend when I was 17 and and uh, maybe when I'm 80 and I look back on my thoughts today and I'll be like, man, <sighs> uh, I'll take two of whatever he's on. Because that's usually how I feel when I talk to teenagers. I'm like, well, man, I want whatever they're on. But that's, that's a whole other thing. So... Uh, having an open mind and, and being able to change your thoughts and that's one of the things I've told people over the years that uh, you know I'm a recovering redneck now I say that kind of in jest and kind of true there's some of the things about me that you know where I was raised and what was expected of you there and, and what you could do there as opposed to what I like to call the real world, like how I acted in my neighborhood is not tolerable in other neighborhoods and in the real world. You know, the people I grew up with uh, aren't really allowed to walk the street with normal people. <laughs> so that's where I come up with uh, I'm a recovering redneck. And, and those are my people and uh, some people thought that that part of the neighborhood or the city or the world was a dangerous, dangerous place but to me it was sanctuary uh, 
I found sanctuary in that part of town. And I think it was because you, of how we could deal and express our feelings with each other. And at the end of that, uh, you know, aggressive expressing of feelings, there wasn't a lot of hate left. You know, you get all that out and you're done and you know how to deal with people in that neighborhood. But aggressive uh, feelings aren't welcome in other parts of the anywhere else. I mean, yeah, sure, there's there's towns and places like my neighborhood all over the country, I'm sure. But it's unique. And being out in the real world has been a pleasure for me. And uh, and in my neighborhood, uh, you didn't really have to be tolerant. You could express your feelings violently. And, and that's how feelings, you know, whoever was more violent with their feeling expressions, <laughs> that's how the, I mean, they got to write the rules. That's how it went. And I kind of, that was kind of cool. Might is right. I understood that. And uh, that's, that's not for everybody. Of course, you shouldn't act like that. And uh, so that's why I'm a recovering redneck. And uh, so there. I remember telling somebody I was a recovering redneck and they wanted to know what pills I had been abusing. <laughs> Which I thought that was kind of funny too. So that's another way to look at recovering, you know, different people's perspective. And and how tolerant are we with our our family members that are addicted to opioids and drugs? Huh? How tolerant you got to be with, with that. Yeah, that can be quite frightening. Dealing with opioid addicted family members. And in my family, we were kind of told we had to deal with it. Suck it up, Chuck. That's your family. And uh, you ain't allowed to hate them or turn your back on them. That's just the rules. But, <clears throat> you know, I guess your tolerance wears out even on that. You know, it's sad how some of the families nowadays have tolerated themselves right into something else. You know, you, you tolerated and you tried to help and it's hard to help someone in that situation and and uh, I gotta say that anybody I know that's ever kicked the habit of any kind of anything usually did it themselves overnight now you know individuals may vary or whatnot but that's been my experience is anybody that kicked any kind of habit just you know they usually almost died of you know freezing to death from being homeless or being murdered or a car wreck or something woke them up one day and they were no longer 
an addict. They were recovering. Like me, I'm a recovering redneck. And uh, so a recovering redneck has to be tolerant. Yes. So my tolerance is usually... If you observe my tolerance, you'll surely see that I'm silent. <laughs> that That's how I deal with tolerance, is uh, silence and, and uh, maybe an eye roll or uh, look up to heaven and be like, yes, thank you, Jesus, may I have another? <laughs> so uh, let's think about the word no and how how to incorporate that into your life let's think about tolerant and and what that is what does that mean to you uh, you can reach me at this time at avatard at aim.com that is a-a-v-a-t-a-r-d it should be in the show notes. You should be able to click on it at least, or at least eyeball it. And uh, I'll put some other things in there, hopefully. But uh, thanks a lot for hanging out for some things stock on Circle Drive. I'm uh, Bentley Craig, and you're listening to the number one least listened to podcast in the world. So that means that you are indeed a pretty rare and unique individual. So you stay that way. You stay rare and you stay unique. And God bless you.